Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another book review. Uh, this time, I've got a quite a classic book. Now, uh, if you're when I say classic, I mean well. I'm pretty sure it dates from uh, 4 BC to 65 AD. So you can that's very old, right? There's more than vintage. This is. I mean, it's even got one of those covers with the old bust of a uh, you know of like an old Greek god or something on it. Have a look here on YouTube. You can see I am talking about Seneca, Letters from a Stoic, Penguin Classics. Yeah, right here. Now. I love stoicism. You know this. You know if you've listened to my podcast, you've met me, you've seen my YouTube, you've done my e-learning, you're a mentee of mine. You know that I love stoicism. It's in my books as well. I think it is just such a fantastic philosophy of life, a way of teaching you how to live, of being a good person, of being a virtuous person. And even though it dates back from, you know, sixty-five AD, like I said, it is so so relevant to today. And I think it probably always will be, which. I don't know if that says a lot about humanity and how much we haven't changed since those days, or how much the core principles of life haven't changed since those days. But yeah, I'm not sure if we should be worried about that. But we'll put that to the side for now. <clears throat> now, Seneca was—you could call him a guiding hand of the Roman Empire. You know, he had ill health, he was exiled, and he was pretty much always in political danger. And he was a kind of advisor to the tyrannical emperor Nero. Now, if you've ever heard about Nero, horrible, horrible man. I mean, he's been dead for thousands of years, so I hope his ancestors aren't sort of sniping me through the window. Uh, and <clears throat> you know, Seneca's been criticised for. Hmm. You talk all this stoicism. You talk all this, you know, positivity and virtue and healthy and all this stuff. But you were boys with Nero, who actually then sort of killed him and exiled him, etc., etc. So you know, some people say, "Well, he's a bloody hypocrite. How can he write this whole book?" You know, and he didn't write the book, but how can he write all these letters, saying these things, when he's sort of meant to be the guiding hand, the mentor of this emperor? Now, you know, people say, "Well, look, it was a bloody emperor. You know, what are you going to do? Fight up against him and die, or sort of do what you can, try and advise him, and make some money and sort of live." Don't know. Most people pick the latter. There might be some diehards who say,、oh, "No, I'd die for my cause." Okay, all right, Larry, calm down. But nonetheless, you know, notwithstanding that, you know, which was kind of his life, these letters are incredible. You know, this is not a book to read though if you're new to Stoicism. I would say you need to start with some Ryan Holiday books, and I'll, I'll do some more reviews on those. This is a book for once you've read those and you've kind of had stoicism broken down to you. Because honestly, reading this anyways is, can be a bit dense and a bit tricky, but reading it without any kind of base level understanding of stoicism, I think is going to be really, really hard and just not really worth your time. So you know, I'd advise those books first. But when you get to this kind of level, you know, this and also Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, and it can be hard to find. You know these, by the way. Like I had to really look, and I, I think I bought it secondhand. I don't know, but it wasn't easy to find these for some reason. But these are absolute classics, or maybe it was like sixty quid for a hardcover, and 
I am paying that. It's even written in that font. You know, like the font we used to read, like, you know, Shakespeare and stuff in a high school. Yeah. Proper font vibes. Now, um, I believe he wrote these letters to another one of his students, uh, written in Latin, I assume, and it was translated to English. Now, you might, oh, am I going to read a bunch of his letters? Actually, they kind of read like short essays because he's basically sort of discussing a topic, you know, uh, and... The topics, I mean, the topics vary from, I suppose, ideals, ethics, philosophy, wisdom, emotions, dealing with life setbacks, life challenges. And again, even though this is so old, it still applies to today. Like, yeah, some of the language is a bit old. You know, we should send letters less oftener. I think that's sort of normal English. But it teaches you so much about you know, how to be a good person, how to live a virtuous life, how to deal with life's challenges, because bloody hell, Seneca had a lot of them, big time. Lived in one of the most tumultuous periods of the Roman Empire. <clears throat> it's not like a historian, you know, there should be a bunch of library books behind me, and oh yes, in 15 AD, no. And actually, Seneca does have quite a bit of humour. It's definitely a, a different type of humour than what you see on like Saturday Night Live or whatever. But he has a certain humour, and... A certain style of communicating, which is why I say you should understand Stoicism first and its principles before reading this, because this will make a lot more sense. Now, throughout his letters, you can kind of hear his own reflections on his life changing and how he views the world changing and actually reflecting on stuff in the seventh letter that he said in the first and saying, actually, now that I've learned this, you know, strong opinions loosely held, which is, I suppose, a bit of a Stoic philosophy in some sense. He then says, actually, reflecting on that, mm, I would have to disagree with that and change that. And and I really like his self-awareness and his self-reflection in here because that teaches you a lot. But most importantly, which is why I know you're listening and watching this, is what's the benefit to you? As I've kind of said, it teaches you how to live a better life. But it teaches you in a way that I think is what traditionally people view philosophy as. You know, this kind of talking, this Socrates asking all these questions and this sort of discussion around something and a little bit of a story but I think through the story and through his life you learn so much and showing how he dealt with these things you know I mean for example I mean he also gives direct advice I've I've actually randomly opened the page and I've seen this Uh, okay that's a little bit old school I won't uh Another thing which will help is to turn your mind to other thoughts and that way get away from your suffering. Call to mind things which you have done that have been upright or courageous. Run over in your mind the finest parts that you have played and cast your memory over the things you have most admired. This is a time for recollecting all those of individuals, uh, all those individuals of exceptional courage who have triumphed over pain. And then he gives some examples which, you know, <coughs> aren't so modern, but, you know... Lots of things, you know, he's talking about his friend being in complete distress because Leon was destroyed by fire. Poor Leon, you know. And I think it takes a couple of reads. And actually, I remember reading this. I'm going over sentences a couple of times thinking like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But does it make sense? And like, hmm, how does that apply to life? Like, what is this? Hmm. And for me, just getting your mind thinking like that, that is what philosophy is about, right? The art of living, we could call it. And I have to say, you know, it is a pretty good, you know, translation 
you know, there's not really any words that are a bit strange or kind of don't make sense. Um, sometimes it's obviously very oldly, but for me, read Ryan Holiday's books and then honestly jump up to this because I think after I read it, it just gave me a real sense of clarity and a kind of sense of understanding, I think, more what Stoicism is about, but also more how it can apply to my life. And that, I think, is super important because we read a lot of books where it's great theory. It might have some practical, like, do this, do this, do that, breathe in for, breathe out for, you know, oomphs. But this didn't have that. It didn't have, like, here's your... Well, actually, it did. It was a bit old school. It doesn't really have a list of, like, here's the 10 things you can do to be a Stoic. It was kind of embedded in it. But I suppose the repetition and reading it subtly, not being told, do this, do that, and him showing how it's worked for him and the people he's worked with and people in his network, really kind of made it stick deeper and made it, I think, have a much longer lasting impact than if it was just a, here's Stoicism, here's what you need to do. And those books are great, don't get me wrong. I'm going to review those as well. But the way that we're sort of peering into the letters that he's writing to one of his students, I believe it was, and at the same time knowing that he's sort of advising Nero, or at least trying to sort of stay away from him, and also even in his own exile and his death and things like that, the way he handled it, you know, is stoic. You know, it is stoic. So, that is... Seneca, Letters from a Stoic, available at all good bookstores, even though everyone pretty much goes to Amazon or Waterstones. Just a quick reminder, everyone, if you are looking to learn how to flip properties, I've done three or four of these right now, and if you're looking to build a portfolio, remember, I bought 15 properties in my first nine months, 12 of those I've kept, two are essays, the rest are buy-to-lets, all using investor funds. If you want the same, this gives me financial freedom, remember? You see me breaking bread at 11 a.m. on a Monday, making almost, this is why. So go to tedgetalks.learnworlds.com or just click the link in the notes. Have a look, see what you think, and I hope to see you learning very soon. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.